we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Start out with a video. We have a racist attorney general who's a horror show who ran on the basis that she was going to get Trump before she even knew anything about me. She used this to run for governor. She failed in her attempt to run for governor. She had virtually no polling. Look at that face. My God. She came back and she said, well, now I'll go back to get Trump again. And this is what we have. It's a scam. It's a sham. These are corrupt people we're dealing with, the most corrupt people. We have a great company. I built a great company. It's got tremendous value. It's got some of the greatest real estate assets in the world. And now I have to go before a rogue judge. I don't think the people of this country are going to stand for it. If I weren't leading in all the polls, or if I weren't running, I wouldn't have any of these cases. I wouldn't be seeing you this morning. But this is a disgrace. And you gotta go after this attorney general. Businesses are fleeing New York because of horrible, horrible attorney generals. I say one I say one name. Donald Trump. That should motivate you. Get off your ass and vote. Will you, will you sue him for us? Oh, we're gonna definitely sue him. We're gonna be a real pain in the ass. He's gonna know my name personally. Real election interference, 100%. 100%. That is what real election interference looks like. Witch hunt among witch hunt. It's unbelievable. Uh, good morning, everybody. Had a great video. That was uh, Magical Trevor, actually, from the Dilly Mean team. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hit the thumbs up. Jonathan Allen, AP Unfiltered, the Hogman in the chat. Who else we got? People coming in. Anyway, hit the thumbs up. We got a few things going on. And uh, you hit the like. And do me a favor. If you're not following me on Twitter, get over there and hit the follow. 
they're they're taking followers away from. I noticed yesterday it was down like fifty followers. Unless I'm hated that much, the people are just unfollowing. But typically, it's not the case. It's just the uh, ridiculous whatever it is algorithms, automatic unfollows, shadow whatever the hell you want to call it. It's just all bullshit. Jobs dead. Good morning. Good morning. It's another. It was 85 degrees yesterday, and I woke up this morning. It's like 50. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Man, bear, pig must be real. It's climate change. <sighs> All right. So what do we got? We got our uh, wonderful judicial system, broken, corrupt judicial, judicial system in New York, just doing whatever they can to railroad the uh, unbelievably popular 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, who's surging in every poll, who's gaining support every day. You would think the way society is wired when, whenever it's, it could be, it could be anybody. It, it could be, you know, Joe shit, the ragman, average citizen. When somebody gets arrested or somebody gets indicted, our society, I've, I've said this before, our society is wired to automatically label them as a bad person you know, before anything comes out in court, any type of evidence or anything like that. But Donald Trump, with just his history of loving America and what he's done for people, and then on the other side of it, people seeing through all of the bullshit of the obvious witch hunt, I... It's um, it's refreshing to know that there are people in this country that realize that being indicted, being arrested, uh, really is bullshit until it comes to game time. Where well, what's the evidence? Well, you know, most a lot of times there is no evidence, or there is evidence. You know, whatever it is, that's why we have the court system. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It it tends to be corrupt at times, not all the time. And it's one of those uh, gray area arguments I feel like we have where sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I guess the way lawfare is played and the way the law is <clears throat> manipulated and the practicing of law, there's so many moving parts. But the fact of the matter is we, and we just heard Donald Trump say, it, we have a rogue racist attorney general in New York who ran on the platform of going after Donald Trump. And this is someone, this Letitia James, who comes from the uh, was it Working Families Party, extreme, extreme, extreme left, that really knew nothing about Donald Trump other than what she was programmed to know. And make no mistake that, again, we know this. We have to... I guess remind people at times, especially those we get into these ridiculous arguments with where they're just idiots. If Donald Trump never came down that escalator and announced he was running for president of the United States as a Republican, none of this, none of this would be happening. So much would not be happening. But we have to also say it sucks that it's happening the way it is, but on the other side, it's a good thing it's happening the way it is because it has exposed so much corruption, evil, hypocrisy, just 
disgustingness of what political parties will do on both sides to desperately hold on to power, to smear people, to destroy people, to exterminate people. It, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. So Donald Trump came to New York City, his old stomping ground, ended up in court for this civil trial because this attorney that gave a summary judgment and decided that hey, Mar-a-Lago was worth $18 million. You know, uh, all of his property values were inflated so he can uh, benefit from loans and lower insurance rates and all of this nonsense. When all loans were paid with interest, no defaults, no, there was no victim, there was no crime, nobody was hurt, nobody was defrauded. None of these banks are coming after Donald Trump. Letitia James, the attorney general's office, and her rogue, sick Democrat colleagues and judges are coming after Donald Trump for one purpose and one purpose only, to try anything they can to stop him from his very successful presidential campaign on his way to the White House as the 47th president. They, they, they don't know what to do next. They don't know what to do. And, the, and this is falling flat on its face. But it's, what's crazy is when, when they, they have the cameras in the courtroom and they're showing the just smugness of that judge that looks like that, what's that priest from um, Poltergeist? Was it Reverend Cain, I think it was? God is in his holy temple. I mean, this guy looks like he could be Joe Biden's illegitimate brother. And it's pretty wild. And I got to find, we have some stuff to get through here. So let's, uh, the, the judge is literally laughing. <laughs> that guy looked like he was on the Epstein's client list. The guy looks like he was, um, He's definitely been in some very inappropriate places and uh, and positions in his life. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna play this video. And so President Trump, yeah. recognizing that this is yeah, this look is at really Letitia what James doing. staring at him, coming after him to try to keep him from look getting him. elected president again. That's what this is all about. Um, I, I think he purposely and and very there he is. made his voice heard. Look at this and guy. Look at this this image of the judge. Look at I've him. I've never seen anything more inappropriate in my life. Is he kidding? Look, look, I'm just gonna pause it for a second. Look at this smiling moron. Hey, I'm here. I'm the judge. I'm a huge Democrat donor, which he is. He's a, he's a big Democrat. You donated to many uh, uh, Democrat. Uh, politicians hates donald trump and uh there he is just look this at him judge look at this uh, guy being you know uh, smiling like the cat that got the canary here um because he his political wish this is one of uh come true uh so far for Trump's this case attorneys. this is a legally baseless order that he has already entered we know what he's going to do after the fact it's going to be more uh, legally basis uh, arguments and, and uh, um, decisions from this judge that I am confident that at the end of the day will be reversed by uh, the courts of appeal. And so I just, I just want to re just look at this guy's face again. Look at this guy. Look at him. Hey, look, they want to take a picture of me. 
Well, let me take my glasses off. Yeah, I'm the judge that's going to take down Trump in New York. Going to make him dissolve his companies. Going to take everything from him. Properties in him. Can you imagine working so hard, building a business, paying off your properties, no debts, whatever it is, and some judge is going to tell you, well, because you attempted, because you defrauded uh, lenders and you defrauded insurance companies, we're going to file a judgment. We're going to make you dissolve everything, and we're going to throw a judgment on you for $250 million, and we're going to start taking things. We're going to start taking control of your properties. We're going to start auctioning them off so that New York can make back this $250 million and just spend it on illegal aliens anyway. That's probably what they would end up doing. Or they would take Trump Tower. Like, could you? I could see this. I could see corrupt New York seizing Trump Tower, evicting everyone. Say, well, you know, $250 million, that's the judgment. And then at the same time, just loading it up with illegal aliens. Imagine, like, you know, they're going to take uh, uh, Donald Trump's three-story penthouse and Trump Tower and just turn it into a... 40 family, uh, Ill 40 illegal alien family apartment. <laughs> that would be, that would be New York. Yeah. This guy definitely looks like he loves to frequent bathhouses. He's a power bottom. <laughs> He's the guy that shows up, looks for the youngest male prostitute. <laughs> oh, it's so sick, but it's true. I mean, tell me it's not true, but you know, Trump came out. He came out swinging. He, he's just, he's a fighter. I've never, I don't think, and I've said this before as well, I can't think of anyone else, especially in politics, but I think in any um, walk of life that can take the hits that Donald Trump keeps taking, mainstream media, the the, the justice system, federal and state, and just keep going and keep just he it's a he feeds off of this bad energy, this negative energy. It's funny because I like when people talk bad about me. I don't know why. It's weird. And I'm told it's weird. I I maybe it is. It's like a uh I can't explain it, but when people are speaking ill of me, whether it's on social media or it might be I hear something that someone is just shit-talking me. I love the fact that they're taking the time to talk about me. It, it energizes me to do something else where they'll talk about me again. It's weird. Not, and, I, and, I, and I don't do it with an attitude of, I don't think I'm better than anybody because I'm not. I'm very humble. I'm not, oh, get away from me peasant or what are you going to do for me? Cause I'll always do for other If you speak to people that know me, I'm an overdoer for other people. I usually put other people before me. Like, are you taking care of? I want to make sure everything's all right with you. But I, and even those that, that talk shit about me, I go out of my way sometimes to kill them with kindness. Cause I know it drives them crazy. And most of the time they have no clue that I know what they may think of me or what they've said about me. But I know it, it, it kills them when I'm 
extra nice to them and they don't want to show their cards. And I already know the hand that they're playing is that they despise me, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to give them the satisfaction that I know. It's just this weird thing. And like, and I, but I'll go after people here and there, you know, I'll, I'll, I just love how Donald Trump operates where I'm sorry, but there's no one else out there again that you can show me that can that can withstand all of the uh just shit that they're throwing at them. Yeah, I agree with that. If you don't receive hate in this space, it means you're being ignored, which is the worst. Yeah, you know, you have it's a fetish. Dude, Eddie, that's funny because that it popped in my head. I was literally going to say, is that like a type of kink? Is that like a fetish that you like when people talk bad about you? Talk bad about me harder, daddy. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, Trump comes out swinging, of course, and he comes and he, he blasts Attorney General, racist, 100% radical leftist Attorney General, and this judge, Arthur Engeron, in fiery remarks outside courthouse. The uh, so, so, yesterday, on Monday, Trump arrived in New York City to attend a non-jury trial in Letitia James's civil fraud case. New York Judge Arthur Engeron last Tuesday refused to dismiss New York Attorney General Letitia James's lawsuit against President Trump. However, they have realized after yesterday, the first day, that it seems like they might have lost 80% of it anyway. Judge Arthur Engeron ruled last Tuesday that Trump and Trump Organization are liable for fraud. The judge also ruled that Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million. Of course, no one in the real estate business is buying this. So a friend of mine who lives in uh, Fort Lauderdale, that is nothing like where Mar-a-Lago is. Or Fort Lauderdale is very beautiful also. He was showing me a, a real estate listing. This was last Wednesday because he's here in New York right now. And uh, we, we were talking about this. And he was showing me smaller mansions in the Fort Lauderdale area right? Oceanfront that weren't like 50 bedrooms, but they, they were big for between 40 and uh, was that 40, depending on, he showed me a couple of them between 40 and $60 million. They didn't have golf courses. One of them wasn't even waterfront, but it was close to it. 40 and $60 million in Fort Lauderdale, not, you know, Palm beach, not Mar-a-Lago. So Obviously, we know where their heads are. But real estate insiders, especially in Florida, however, say Mar-a-Lago is easily valued at $300 million. Engeron ordered, even if it's more than $300 million, you wanted to argue that fact, the fact that the real estate industry is saying that it's easily valued at $300 million and this, this Epstein client lookalike judge that hates Donald Trump Epstein client lookalike. <laughs> it looks like he hangs out with Bill Gates and uh, and Bill Clinton. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. Just they're saying that it's worth $18 million just shows the bias. So here we got a couple clips that we're going to play of the greatest president of all time. Here we go. And I don't think the people of this country are going to stand for it. If I weren't leading in all the polls, or if I weren't running, I wouldn't have any of these cases. I wouldn't be Fact. seeing you this morning. 
But I'll be seeing a lot of you because this is a horrible thing that's happening to our country and we've got to get it straightened away. So we'll go in and see our rogue judge and we'll listen to this man. And uh, I think most people get it. People are getting it. I can tell you the voters getting it because every time they give me a fake indictment, I go up in the polls and that's never happened before. <laughs> but this is a disgrace. And you ought to go after this attorney general because she's turning off everybody from coming in. You know, I don't know if you should take a look at the outflow of business. Businesses are fleeing New York because of horrible, it's horrible true. attorney generals and judges like we have. They go to other places where they can be treated fairly and with respect. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, what he said about New York business businesses fleeing, I can attest to that because I I have two businesses that are not listed in New York for that reason. Because New York is such a horrible place to establish and run a business. And what's what's really sick now i'm in new york i know a lot of new york politicians local state let's take let's take them all from county executives i'm on long island i'm in nassau county we have a republican county executive we have republican members of congress we have Republican council members. We have a pretty strong Republican committee. None, none of them, forget about the federal stuff. None of them that I've seen have come out and talked about the corrupt New York attorney general going after Donald Trump. And that is very telling. And that is another reason. Listen, I, I, I cut off donations and funding to all of my local politicians too and, and told them all. I was supposed to uh, sponsor events. And I pulled it all and I said, no, I'm not doing it. And the reason I didn't, and that was for after the midterms when George Santos, who we lied, flipped a Biden district and kicked ass and the Nassau County GOP supported him. They all turned their backs on him because of, oh, well, he lied about where he went to school. Meanwhile, he's got a better voting record than the other three Republicans that were elected to Congress. <clears throat> and the, the whole congressional delegation and local politicians turned against him. The Nassau GOP turned against him. And I said, you guys were just taking pictures with him and hugging with him during the election. Everybody. From the chairman to everyone that was running alongside of him. And now you're all hypocritical scumbags. You literally put your support behind him in the primary. Yeah, there was no primary. No, they, nobody primaried him. He and, he and he kicked ass. And his voting record right now in Congress has been great. He came out in support of Donald Trump. He was the only one who came out in support of Donald Trump early on. None of them else did. So I've, I've blown up all my bridges to my local poli Republican politicians because they're all piece of shit rhino scumbags. And I, 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 don't, I don't care. This is stop giving your money to shit politicians that are just sitting on the sidelines 
and not speaking out against the corrupt judicial system in New York, the corrupt judicial system in Georgia, Fulton County, the corrupt federal DOJ and everything that they're doing. <clears throat> it's really screwed up. No, if you hit if you hit the thumbs down on the video, <clears throat> that means well, it's it's really bad. One, you're just a piece of shit. And two, you probably like you probably have a fetish of army generals in dog masks if you hit the thumbs down on the video. So hit the thumbs up. Don't be a fed. And uh, don't be a man-boy lover like uh, this judge in New York. <clears throat> this is a continuation of the single greatest witch hunt of all time. And that's 100% right. And here he is. All of it. This is a continuation of the single greatest witch hunt of all time. We have a rogue judge who rules that properties are worth a tiny fraction, one one hundredth, a tiny fraction of what they actually are. We have a racist attorney general who's a horror show who ran on the basis horror of show. Get Trump before she even knew anything about me. She used this to run for governor. She failed in her attempt to run for governor. She had virtually no polling. She came back and she said, well, now I'll go back to get Trump again. And this is what we have. It's a scam. It's a sham. A scam and a sham. And it's true. I mean, Letitia James, she's the attorney general. She was supposed to run for governor, but Kathy Hochul, when they, when they appointed her because they got rid of Cuomo, which Letitia James was part of, the Democratic Party had no more use for Cuomo, so they, they got rid of him. The next step up from attorney general is the governor of New York, and she had her eye on it, and she was going to do it. But then Kathy Hochul was polling so well amongst commie New Yorkers who loved their shutdowns, vaccinations, and masks that the party told her, you know what, Letitia, you're going to stay attorney general. You're not going to uh, run for governor. And then I'm sure the also the other plan was, and listen, there's a chance Donald Trump is most likely going to run for president again. So we're going to need you in that spot to, uh, well, do whatever you can to take him out. Got my Donald Trump did nothing wrong t-shirt today, courtesy of the receipt queen, Laura Loomer. If you haven't gotten yours, just go on her Twitter and hit the website. She's uh, She started selling these years ago this isn't a recent thing so people were like oh all of a sudden donald trump was getting indicted and now laura loomer selling t-shirts and grifting this shirt has been uh sold uh, a long time so uh and you know what it, it supports the work that laura loomer does exposing piece of shit rhino republicans out there i think it's important so you want to support laura loomer in her work and get a cool t-shirt donald trump did nothing wrong Go over to Twitter page, and uh, I'm sure I think the link's like right in the bio, and you can grab one. So again, Mar-a-Lago, the value, eighteen million dollars. This uh, moron judge, we'll call him. Uh, he looks like a perverted Mister Limpet. Like if Mister Limp, remember that old movie, Mister Limpet? He was like a fish and a, and a human, and he had these weird glasses on. If you don't know who it is, Google it, and you'll be like, holy shit, he looks like Mr. Limpet. Except this is like pedophile Mr. Limpet. 
it, you'll, you'll be like, oh, look, they look alike. So Trump presents Palm Beach County reporting to press that shows judges ruling on Mar-a-Lago value is based on a misunderstanding of basic real estate practice. Where did they come up with this $18 million from Mar-a-Lago? Where did they come up with it? They, did they just pull it out of their ass? What did somebody just say, hey, you know, uh, it, it's, it's a non-factual number. It's fabricated. So, yeah, again, Trump on Monday briefly spoke to the press outside before heading back in on opening day of the non-jury trial on the civil fraud case brought by Stalinists. I like that, the gateway pundit. They have such a way with words. Letitia James. So here we got, oh, this is, this is actually the full video. Let's see. We'll, uh, we'll talk about He's there with uh, Alina Habba, his attorney. I know what, I know what Hog's going to put, <laughs> I know what Hog's going to put in the chat. He's going to be like, Alina Hubba Hubba. <laughs> Let's check this out. As I say, murders are going on as you stand here. They're wasting everybody's time for many months of this case where banks got paid a fortune. A lot of money got paid money back. Didn't even need their money. This is one of the great companies. We have to go through this. So this is just broke, but before I discuss that, why are we trying a case? that the appellate division of New York State has just ruled recently that we won 80% of our case. And this judge refuses to acknowledge the ruling, which is very plain for all to see. We won, as you know, it had to do with Ivanka, and it had to do with other things. It had to do with the statute of limitations, where they wanted to go back to 200 years ago, 500 years ago. It was limited, very much limited, and it amounted to about 80% of the case was won by us in the appellate division. And this rogue judge, a Trump hater, the only one that hates Trump more is his associate up there, his person that works with him. And she's screaming into his ear on almost every time we ask a question. A disgrace, one other group, it's a disgrace. So this rogue judge refuses to acknowledge the fact that we won 80% of this case in the appellate division, including statute of limitations. And on the statute of limitations, you have a period of time. He wants to go back so far that nobody's ever even heard of such a ridiculous thing. So we won the case in the appellate division, and this judge refuses to acknowledge for appellate division, meaning he's got contempt for his own court system. Nobody's ever seen that before, but he refuses to even talk about it or acknowledge it. And the Attorney General is a total corrupt, she's a corrupt person, a terrible person, driving people out of New York, number one. That's number one. Number two, it just came out a few minutes ago where Palm Beach County, the people that do this agree with us 100%, and they say the judge is wrong. The judge is wrong in his ruling. He valued Mar-a-Lago at $18 million, and it's worth a billion dollars, maybe a billion five. And you saw where various properties that we have that are valued in the financial statements, which is totally subject to the clause that you go open hearing about doing buyer beware. They call it. But this just came out. Error in New York civil fraud case against Trump is flagged by industry insiders who say valuation of mar a 
Chicago cited by Judge is based on a misunderstanding of basic real estate practice. So they're saying the judge has misunderstood basic real estate practice. I say they're wrong about that. He didn't misunderstand it. This is a rigged court. He's put there to do a job on it. Rigged. Now, this comes from highly respected officials in Palm Beach County. Also, apparent mistake by Judge Angoran surfaces in the use of a Palm Beach County appraisal of Mar-a-Lago that an expert says is detached from the true value of the property. Now, I don't know the people that we're talking about in Palm Beach County, but they saw this egregious trial, this horrible, horrible trial going on. Well, at the same time, people are being murdered right outside of the streets, and nothing happens to those people that do the murdering. They go after Trump. So this was just released by Palm Beach County, that the judge in this case is wrong. And by the way, he's talking about death. So they're explaining to him that he's wrong. Here's another one just came out. New York v. Trump could set precedent for the use of New York's overweening executive law. One doesn't have to be a lawyer to see the danger to anyone doing business in the Empire State. Anybody that does business in New York State is crazy. Fact. When you have a radical left attorney general like Leticia James, who's a disgrace to our country, who got elected on the fact that she's going to take down President Trump, we're going to take yep. him down, she knew nothing about me. But she got elected on that basis. And we have others likewise. Take a look at what's going on in Georgia. Take a look at Jack Smith. Take a look at these people. This is called election interference, and worse than that, really much worse than that. And you don't get much worse than election interference, especially when we're talking presidential election. Fact, you don't need to play the whole thing. You get it. And, I mean, those people, those real estate professionals, you know, to be a real estate broker, you have to be licensed by the state you're operating in, like most licensed professionals. They, I would imagine, would be considered experts in the field and can qualify as expert witnesses. Now, I would hope that the people that they're referring to in these articles would maybe be contacted, subpoenaed to testify on the record of the fact that the properties and the value, the values of the of Trump's properties that the judge is citing is completely wrong, and here's why. And yeah, it's more than a misunderstanding. They're doing this on purpose. They figured out some weird formula to completely undervalue it to make it seem to their base. Oh, well, you know, the, the, the judge said it's only worth $18 million. That's another thing. You know, judges, they were lawyers their entire lives. What, what do they know about real estate evaluations? They don't know much without expert witnesses and expert testimony. So to me, and I'm not a lawyer, this seems like an open door to make the judge and Letitia James and everyone involved in this case look like morons when they have real estate agents say, listen, you have, you have all of these New York real estate agents that are, you know, uh, they have that show, Million Dollar Listings. I mean, they're all over the place. 
to, to subpoena any of them to get their expert fact and opinion on property valuations. I'd imagine that Trump's defense team is having, uh, maybe they're having all the properties revalued and reassessed. I, I don't know. And then, of course, the statute of limitations, because a lot of, the, I believe it was 2014, Letitia James wants to go after everything. They're going back as far as possible. And anything, all of the deals, these major deals, a lot of them were all already done and complete before 2014. So if they're claiming that any of that was fraud, even if it was fraud, let's just say devil's advocate that Trump defrauded everybody prior to 2014. It seems the statute of limitations has run out on any of that. And why would nobody have picked all of that fraud up until 2023 or 2022, whenever they started all of this? Because Donald Trump was going to run for president in 2024. It took them 10, 11, 12 years to come up with he defrauded all of these banks. He defrauded all of these insurance companies. I'm going to tell you something. I deal with insurance companies every single day. Tremendous insurance companies. I deal with their legal departments. I deal with their investigation units. I deal with all aspects of them. In 2014 and prior to that, if an insurance company detected that they were possibly being defrauded, 100% chance that that insurance company would launch their own internal investigation and contact authorities if needed. The attorney general in their state or attorney general in the state of where the property is located and where the, the owner is located that is attempting to defraud an insurance company, which is considered a financial institution or a, a, an actual financial institution who is giving out loans. No, there are, there aren't any complaints. There aren't anyone screaming we've been defrauded. And now we're talking millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars of this supposed fraud. I've worked on insurance uh, issues where insurance companies were accusing homeowners of defrauding them less than $10,000. And it became a tremendous deal. You're telling me banks and insurance companies just going to be like, yeah, I know it's, we're not going to bother with it. And then all of a sudden Letitia James is going to be the, uh, the light of justice against Donald Trump. Come on, man. And, and the people of New York city who walk around with their, with their, uh, their pink hair and their, and their face tattoos. Are like they, they got Donald Trump. Now they got him. Now he's a fraudster. He devalued everything and not look at the big picture. But how come the banks and insurance companies were never saying it? Doesn't it have to be a victim of an attempted fraud or defrauding? It's, it's, it's insanity. Complete insanity. And here... Huh. 
But Letitia James wasn't happy after the first day of the trial where she stormed out and didn't give any interviews. She, she didn't grant any press interviews. She just left. First of all, to have the attorney general present it's pretty interesting because typically they're not dealing with kids. She sat in on the case, I guess, because it's a past president. It's Donald Trump and she has to make, you know, keep, keep up appearances. You know, this is, this is the, the, the largest case that she's ever been involved with in her miserable biased career. So before she went into the courtroom and had that smug look on her face, I honestly think she, uh, she might be attracted to Donald Trump. I, I, I think there's a little bit of, a, of, of attraction there. But she, uh, yeah, she made some statements right before. For summary judgment. Today. Uh, Hold on, let me stop. For right summary here. judgment. Here Today, uh, we will prove our other claims. My message. Oh, come on. Simple. No matter how powerful you are, no matter how much money you think you may have, <laughs> no one is above the law. And it is my responsibility and my duty and my job to enforce it. The law is both powerful and fragile. And today in court, we will prove our case. I thank you all for being here. And again, justice will prevail. Thank you. Justice will prevail. You're right. Real justice will prevail and show that you're a corrupt piece of shit. But again... She has a chip on her shoulder. She ran on going after Donald Trump. But Letitia James left the courtroom without granting interview after judge tosses out 80% of her case against Trump, meaning 80% of the alleged transactions or alleged issues. And... Prior to 2014, the statute of limitations, it's not going to be in play. So whatever the 20% is will be uh, remain to be seen and, and what will happen. But New York racist attorney general Letitia James on Monday afternoon left the New York City courtroom without granting an interview after Judge, Eng Judge Engeron tossed out 80% of her case against Trump. According to reporters, Letitia James was too defeated to speak to the press. After Judge Angeron said in closing remarks that the statute of limitations are in effect and reportedly tossed out 80% of her case. So the Epstein client lookalike judge, I guess we could say, did the, I guess he was forced to do the right thing. I mean, although they are, they, they're manipulating the law everywhere they go, they, they're going, tossed out 80% of her case. President Trump and his lawyers Monday spoke to the press outside of a New York City courthouse after the conclusion of the opening day of a non-jury trial in a civil fraud case. Yep. So Trump and an attorney for Trump said the judge conceded that the statute of limitations is in effect on transactions that closed prior to 2014, which makes up 80% of the case. So now they have to hope and pray and garner their entire case on 20% of their case. 
it's it's gonna be a it's it's gonna be an interesting ride. They they'll come up with some other shit. They're gonna try. They're gonna try. I don't think Epstein's still alive. I don't think he is. So I had where was it? Oh, oh I got rid of it by accident. Oh well. Anyway, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is uh <laughs> he's he's I don't think he's feeling the heat. I don't think he is. Just someone was saying, oh, he's really feeling the heat. Where where does anybody getting the first of all, his reactions? Oh, of course the left and even in and rhino Republicans, like there are these rhino uh, these Republicans against Donald Trump on Twitter. They're posting his his picture in the courtroom sitting next to his attorneys not smiling and saying this is what accountability looks like this is what a criminal looks like because he's sitting in the courtroom and there's actual cameras allowed in there now he's a criminal because he's sitting at the defense desk in a civil case and here's the problem too because i was watching some videos or i think maybe they were tiktoks or or i don't remember where they were People are talking about, well, look, the criminal is in court. He's a criminal. They don't know the difference between a criminal and a civil case, which I I get it. I get it. It's uh, That judge looks like Bernie Sanders' brother. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny shit. He really does. Older brother. They probably, you know. It's it's just sick. Anyway, what do we got? What what else do we got? Oh, listen, all these all these these cases and trials are going to play out. They're going to just pile it on, piling it on. I'd love to see what the let's get Trump war room looks like. Is there a central place hidden somewhere? And like, it's probably in a Starbucks basement, and they have like these pink haired baristas chains to the coffee makers, make the, making them all coffee. And uh, just all of these diagrams and graphs and photos of the Trump family on what can we do to them next? And you have all of these sickos, Jack Smith and, you know, Merrick Garland. He's like, he, they got him a, uh, <laughs> they got him on a big screen there, you know, like it's, it's, it's bizarro world. It really is bizarro world. <sighs> you know what else is bizarre? Those of you that have not ordered your cigars from MyPatriotCigars.com yet. What's wrong with you? They're the best cigars on earth. And if you're a cigar smoker, you should be enjoying them. They are great. Use promo code MAGA, 25% off. And yeah, I'm going to do it because I can't not play it. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. <laughs> I don't always smoke cigars. Makes me laugh every but when time. I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? Speaking no, of Clinton, we all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot cigars. 
a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Damn right. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot cigars. You really should do yourself a favor and get some, because they, they, are, they are great. And, you know, don't jump on the bandwagon too late. Get on the bandwagon now. Tristan Tate, I know he's very controversial. He's loving him over in Romania. He just smoked his last one. We got to get him some more. Uh, he just uh, he was just speaking about it again this past this past weekend, and uh, it's been great. All the support everybody's given the uh, the brand, whether they're buying cigars or or buying some of the Patriot Cigar merch. Actually, the hats are sold out right now. We just went through we went through five hundred hats. I just ordered more. I can't even believe we went through that many hats already. But uh, people are loving them. People are buying them. I got to order more shirts. It's it's wild, and I, I, I thank you all so much. Because, uh, listen, if, if if my business, Patriot Cigars, is, is successful, then that, that means I can do great things with uh, some of the profits from it, whether it's the Patriot Freedom Project or uh, other organizations that I deem fit and vetted to support because there are a lot of organizations out there that are real shit that claim to be something that they're not. But, and also if you know, you don't have, if you don't smoke cigars and you know somebody that does listen, if you, even if you don't want to buy them cigars, there are gift cards on there. Just make sure you tell them, listen, use promo code MAGA for 25% off and you get free shipping on orders over a hundred bucks. And we are proud sponsors of a lot of shows out there. Uh, the stone zone, Roger stone show, I've uh, got an affiliate with them, the Dilly Show, which you all know as well, and uh, so many others out there that are uh, sponsored by Patriot Cigars. So, all right, enough of that. Let's get into this Matt Gates. It's I'm going over an hour today. It is what it is. I'm probably more than likely a lot of days. I'm going to be going over an hour. I just uh, an, an hour is a a rough time to. Uh, to, <laughs> to get through everything, especially because I like to run my mouth and talk to you guys. You guys are always uh, engaging in the chat, and it's hard to not engage with you. So shut up for a minute. No, I'm only kidding. All right, so Matt Gates. Now, I said it wasn't yesterday. Was he really going to file a motion to vacate the chair? He did it. I put out on Twitter yesterday, can we trust Matt Gates? Yeah, and you know, the f Matt Gates five head because he doesn't have a forehead. I'm not saying that because I hate Matt Gates. I don't hate Matt Gates at all. I like him. I do. I like him. I'm just tired of the doing nothing of all these members of Congress. I can't tell you how many. I mean, how many times do I have to say it? They're, they're to me, it's they're fair weather fighters, if that's a, a good term to use. 
and they're all, you know, they have to worry about getting reelected every two years. They have to worry about their fundraising. And now, of course, Matt Gates is being accused of going after Kevin McCarthy because he, Matt Gates isn't happy with how Kevin McCarthy is allowing the ethics committee to investigate Matt Gates on various things, which it's, it's all bullshit. Who can we investigate today to ruin their political career because we don't like the way that they're governing? I don't like the way any of them are governing. I don't, I don't, I just, I, I'm tired of it. But here, you know, he made the motion finally to vacate the chair, which I think should have been done a while ago. But now it's just so overplayed and a spectacle. Democrats are laughing when they do it. Matt Gates is almost like, I feel like insulating himself for a padded fall for when this fails because he's saying, well, if the Democrats, if the Republicans are going to allow it and the Democrats are going to come in and save Kevin McCarthy, then the Democrats own Kevin McCarthy. It's just, it's just it seems like a lot of double talk political optics here. I mean, do you really think you need to start earlier? <laughs> Give me a break. You just need to stick around later. Do you really think Kevin McCarthy's going to be removed? Do you really think Kevin McCarthy's going anywhere? I, I would bet a lot of money that he's not going anywhere. And you have Republicans already turning on Matt Gates. You can call them establishment, rhino Republicans, whatever you want. They're all pieces of garbage. Nothing is happening. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to change. Republican, uniparty members, Democrat members, they're all fighting amongst each other. Who pulled the fire alarm? Who's an insurrectionist? Who's not going to jail? Who's getting investigated? Who's making a motion to vacate? 15 times to elect a fucking Speaker of the House. It is a clown show, and we're over here paying out of our assholes in gas. Gas by me went up again. Went up again. Bidenomics. When the whole house should just stand up and say enough of this shit, the Republican side, we're all endorsing Donald Trump. He's 60% in the polls. The guy's got incumbent numbers. Fuck everybody. Fuck every corrupt institution. We've had it. We hear the American people. This is what we're doing. And those that need to fall on the swords in their district, and if they don't get reelected, those other members of Congress can help them. If not, it is what it is. But so we need the biggest shakeup ever. That, that, that's what we need. I don't know what it's going to take. Yeah, so Matt Gates on Monday officially filed the motion to vacate the chair against Kevin McCarthy. On Sunday, Gates joined ABC's This Week and CNN State of the Union following the vote last night by the U.S. House of Reps to avert a shutdown with a 45-day stopgap resolution that did not fund Ukraine. And now, of course, now, supposedly Kevin McCarthy was in this secret side deal with Mitch McConnell and someone else about another aid package for Ukraine. Gates told John Carl on ABC's This Week that his plan to bring forward a House vote on Kevin McCarthy's speakership. Right, and he, he, he did. Representative Gates says this is an exercise to show the American people who really governs you, adding, I actually think Democrats are going to bail out Kevin McCarthy. 
So it's an exercise. That means it's not serious. I mean, it's it's a poor choice of words. This is an action that I'm taking in order to, I don't know, put America first. So here's Matt Gates filing the motion. We'll just listen to it for shits and giggles. Declaring the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives to be vacant. Resolved that the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives is hereby declared to be vacant. Under Rule 9, a resolution offered from the floor by a member. I don't need to hear all that process mumbo jumbo, but he did it. He did it. And of course, McCarthy responded, bring it on. And Matt Gates responded, I did. Like, it's just, it's really stupid. So after he did that, Matt Gates went, again, I agree with the motion to vacate. I think the timing is shit. I think it should have happened already. He had so many opportunities to do it. And I don't know why no one else jumped in to do it. Everyone, it's like, it's like one of those things like, oh, I, I don't know. How's the water? Is it cool? Is it comfortable? Should we go in the pool? Let me put my toe in. Let me put my toe. Jump the fuck in and do something. That's what you elected to do. Yeah, again, there's there are a lot of, um, there are a lot of elected officials, a lot of members of Congress that vote the right way. I think the October fourth stuff is bullshit, to be honest with you, and I'm not gonna play into it. Like, I think it's there's so many more important things to worry about. Like, you're gonna get a national broadcast system that they're, they're testing, which I thought was supposed to be on October first, but I guess maybe I read it wrong. It's October fourth. What is that? Tomorrow. I don't know. If we're all alive October 5th and you put your pants on the same way you did on October 4th, I guess it's safe to say we'll be all right. Because to sit here and literally there was someone in the chat a week or so ago that said, literally, on October 4th, everyone should call 911 and say Biden is killing America. And I nearly fell off my chair of the fucking mental retardation of this individual. Yeah, okay. yeah, eight months late, eight months too late when he didn't produce the January 6th tapes. I would have 100% he should motion of it. You're not, are you going to release them or not? Are you going to make him accessible to the American people unredacted and unrestricted? No, motion to vacate. Get rid of this motherfucker just for the January 6th tapes alone. I don't care who you're protecting. I don't care how many federal assets might be identified. Fuck them. So Matt Gates slams Kevin McCarthy after filing motion to vacate the chair. I don't own Kevin McCarthy anymore. Democrats can have him. I don't like this narrative because he's, again, I feel like, and if somebody has a better understanding of it that they want to share with me, I'm open to it. But my read on this is I'm, I know I don't have the votes, but I'm going to do it. Because I need the sound bites. And I said I was going to do it, so I have to shit or get off the pot. So I'm going to do it. I know I don't have the votes for the, from the Republicans. And I know the Democrats are going to play it up and say, we don't want to change the speaker. We want to serve the American people. And the Republicans want to interrupt governing and doing things for the American people by getting rid of their speaker that they took 15 times to elect. It does not look good. So the Democrats will, we want to keep the speaker. We don't want this interruption to have to go 
for the, have the majority vote 106 more times for a new speaker. So no. So then Matt Gates is going to insulate himself as well. The Democrats are going to save Kevin McCarthy. So he owns him now. No, every fucking uniparty member and rhino Republican owns him because people are afraid of Kevin McCarthy because he holds and controls the largest donors ever to be in the GOP. He gives them marching orders and they do it. So it's stupid. It's stupid, but here he is. It's not stupid that he made the motion to vacate. It's stupid that he made the motion to vacate at this point in time, knowing it's going to fall flat on his face. It probably would have fall, fell flat on his face anyway, but I'm just tired of the kangaroo nonsense. Who has the better soundbite? How many cameras can they get in front of? How many clicks and views can they get? How many people can they get watching their cringy podcasts or when they're on the Sunday mainstream media shows? It's stupid. But last night, he, he uh, spoke to the media delivering a scathing critique against House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Gates' comments come in the wake of his motion to vacate the chair. Uh, it's, so here is him on the floor. Nope, that's the filing. There's another video. Here we go. This is him after the fact. If there's a deal made with Democrats, the only deal is, is to make one with McCarthy because I'm not offering anything and won't offer anything. And by the way, if the Democrats want to own Kevin McCarthy, they can have it. Because one thing I'm at peace with is when we stand here uh, a week from now, I won't own Kevin McCarthy anymore. He won't, but you won't belong to me. So if the Democrats eh. want to adopt him, they can adopt well, him. You're you're right. Right. I think, I, I think it, I, I just, again, it's like clicks and views. Let me get exposure. No, the Democrats are not adopting Kevin McCarthy. He's a rhino Republican that will work with Democrats. I mean, they, they like him because he'll work with them, especially in the funding of Ukraine and whatever else. But it's, uh, my thoughts are the whole thing is fake and gay. Literally. The entire thing is optics for us to say, look, look, Matt Gates made the motion of AK. This is Republicans. He's so great. Look at that forehead. I mean, five head. Gates's hairline made the motion to vacate his forehead. <laughs> That's a good one. Buck fighting with the with the with the fire. That's a good one. I'm gonna use that. Gates's hairline made the motion to vacate his forehead. And again, I'm not saying I dislike Matt Gates. I'm gonna poke fun at him. It is what it is. Get over yourself. I, I just and yes. He's been a vocal critic of the Republican establishment, and we can be all be vocal critics. It's just all fake. In my opinion, it's all fake. The government should have shut down already. Oh, that's another thing. On, the, on this morning, I saw it on Newsmax. Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre and the White House's thing is, well, the Republicans want a shutdown, and that's really going to cause a problem at the southern border because uh, a shutdown is going to take away border patrol agents from the border, which is an outright lie. Government shutdown doesn't mean that border patrol agents sit home and do nothing. No, 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 no. Everybody works and doesn't get paid. Well, it is what it is. But the border 
has been a nightmare even before anybody talked about a government shutdown. And she actually went and said, Joe Biden is working on the problem in front of him at the border. Joe Biden can't even see what's in front of him walking down a couple stairs. Can you pay him to play a commercial on his forehead? I want to project my cigar commercial on your forehead, Matt Gates. I would pay him to do that. I literally would. I'd pay him a lot of money to do that too because he'd get a lot of clicks and views. You know, I get everybody's and, and Matt Gates, the, the, the grievances with the Republicans, the uniparty Republicans, uh, Kevin McCarthy, too willing to compromise with Democrats, especially on, on key issues like conservative issues like immigration, illegal immigration, and sending billions of dollars to Ukraine, taxpayers' money to Ukraine, taxpayers' money for the, the, the most ridiculous things on earth, like funding illegal immigration, funding illegal aliens, funding the illegal invasion of aliens into our country, and giving them travel expenses and money and, 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 and jobs, jobs. My governor just put in, she wants to fill 18,000 jobs with illegal aliens. The story is this immigration shit. Listen, like I said in the past, I want good old-fashioned bank robbery hostage tactics. I want every Republican to sit Indian style <laughs> on the con in the congressional chamber and say, we are not voting on a single issue. We are shutting down the government as of today. As of whenever that last stopgap day is, you're done. Until we completely seal the border, everyone that's in custody, send them back, everybody, men, women, children, that the National Guard goes to every facility that an illegal alien is being housed in this country, of whatever state the National Guard is from, get all of these people and put them on buses and planes and bring them back to their country of origin. And then, once that's done, once the border is closed and that has commenced, that operation has commenced, so then we can start focusing on our economy that they are completely destroying, then we'll start voting on things. We'll start voting on things then. Until, until then, nope. It, we're holding the government hostage. It's, it's, it's crazy. There's actually a lot of women and children in New York City getting a lot of inside reports. And you know what's crazy is during the day, you drive around, during the day, you drive around areas of Manhattan and there are these Hispanic and um, even just uh, others that, are, that came here illegally and they're out there. They, they call them the sex workers. You know, they're all, they're all hookers blowing guys for money while... The other guys are riding around on illegal mopeds and scooters delivering food, making three grand a month. And what they're doing in New York City is they're all harassing all the local businesses and the people that work at these hotels saying, your government said we should get this for free. We should not be paying for things. They're walking into stores saying this to, to, to clerks, and they're throwing them out, calling the cops. The cops aren't allowed to do anything. 
They've given gift cards, bus, they're going to extended stay Americas. They're getting wardrobes. They're getting envelopes of cash, preloaded credit cards. It's all bullshit. And the people in Hawaii are getting $700 a household. It is sick. It is sick. And while this is all happening, as like the big distraction, you know what usually happens in Canada will happen here, or they'll attempt to have it happen here. Well, Canada has decided, which by the way, the northern border, they're coming through the northern border too. Nobody's talking about that. They're, they're coming through Canada as well. European aliens, they're, all, they're, they're coming through the north, they're coming through the south. We have a full-scale invasion. Every state is being invaded. Every state is a border state. This is the plan. This is the great replacement theory. Americans can't afford to have kids. The Democrats want you to murder your babies. If you can't afford it, kill it. That's the Democrat motto when it comes to babies and abortions. They want to strain the pockets of young couples to the point that says, we can't afford a kid. We can barely afford to live where we're living, where we have to work two jobs. How are we going to afford to have kids? <laughs> the birth rate and the pregnancy rate of American-born citizens has declined unbelievably, and we're flooding the borders with women, men, pregnant women, and just, it's wild. Let's, po let's populate the country from illegal aliens that they hope will be all future Democrat voters, where a lot of the Hispanic illegals that are coming here, they're getting off a bus somewhere in New York City and say, we're going to get the fuck out of here. This place is crazy. This is worse where I came from, the crime. Let's get out of the city. They hold some conservative values as far as nuclear family and things like that. So, and a lot of them have escaped communist countries. Well, they don't want to come to another one, you know? So a lot, you're finding that a lot. I, I, I know people that are speaking with a lot of Hispanic illegal aliens in the New York City area, and they're all like, you know, their, their minds are boggled of, of what they're seeing. You can't afford to kill it. Typically, typically, that, that is literally what their motto is. It was a congresswoman, I forget the congresswoman's name, back during the midterms. That's where I heard it, but like... It, Abortion, it is, it is something that a family should consider if they're suffering financially. If they can't afford to feed, the comment was if they can't afford to feed an extra mouth, abortion might have to be an option. Translated to, if you can't feed it, kill it. That's it. Yeah, retired and have three jobs to support your family. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy? It's it's wild. And then, of course, you have Canada. Canada's got huge problems. I don't know if you guys heard. But the uh, Trudeau government 
Castro Jr. over here orders podcast platforms to register with state broadcasting regulators. They want all podcasts that are played in Canada to be regulated by their state broadcasting regulation bureau or whatever the hell they call it. And they also are requiring that the podcast being shown in Canada as part of their content speak about culture and things like that pertaining to Canada. This again is something that the Biden administration, that Democrats, that progressives want to do. So like shows like mine and people like me and James Curry, my co-host on We, we the People Radio tonight, actually, 8.30 p.m. We're having uh, Ian Went on, the, uh, the founder of uh, Patriot Wear. He's going to be on with us tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, right here, uh, 8.30. Yeah, We the People Radio, right? Did I say that? 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Ian Went, the uh, uh, founder of, of Patriot uh, Apparel. You've seen that. You know what I'm talking about. He's going to come on with us tonight. So anyway, they want nothing more than to regulate podcasts like mine, Steak for Breakfast podcast, so many others, right? So many others out there with a conservative leaning or truth telling, whatever, whatever you want to call them. It's just and more communism, uh, authoritarian. It, it's it's wild. So Justin Trudeau in Canada has mandated that podcasting platforms and streaming services must register with the government's broadcasting regulatory body and actively promote, here you go, actively promote meaningful contributions to Canadian and indigenous content. So if you're not talking, if you're not if you're not talking about Canadian culture or indigenous content. They're going to flag you and restrict you in Canada. And a lot of things are already restricted in Canada. When are the brain, the brain surgeons here are already trying to do it. But now that they see Canada doing it, they'll, they'll get the idea in their head again and they'll want, listen, the government's going to go after Rumble, especially with the whole Russell Brand thing and Rumble basically telling the, uh, the UK parliament to fuck off. We're not deplatforming or demonetizing Russell Brand because you asked us to. We're a free speech platform, you pieces of shit. And a potentially a further threat to freedom of speech, the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission, CRTC, quietly announced on Friday a major overhaul to how independent media operates within Canada, claiming to be a regulatory plan to modernize Canada's broadcasting framework. The CRTC said that online streaming services operating in Canada at least with at least $10 million or more in annual revenue will need to register with the broadcasting regulator of by November 28th, potentially establishing a situation in which online content could face similar restrictions to traditionally broadcast venues such as television and radio platforms, Rumble, YouTube, Kick, uh, CloudHub, Foxhole, whatever it might be, they're going to have to register with this CRTC in order to and and provide 
meaningful Canadian and indigenous content. The regulator stipulated that only online service providers of podcasts will have to register with the government, while individuals who produce or share podcasts online will not. The framework will also exclude online services that only feature video games or audiobooks. So all of your gaming shows, they just do gaming, or you sit there and read audiobooks. You know, I guess they don't have to register. Or, yeah. But this is, yeah. Modernizing Canada's broadcasting framework. And I'm sure it's going to change to crush free speech even more. And Elon Musk, I think Elon Musk made a comment about it. I have it here. Well, yeah, he just, Elon, he put a tweet out. Trudeau is trying to crush free speech in Canada. And after he he shared this uh, this tweet, the Canadian government armed with one of the world's most repressive online censorship schemes announces that all online streaming services that offer podcasts must formally register with the government to permit regulatory controls. It's going to be interesting what, because there are podcasts that are specifically on Twitter. What's Elon Musk going to do? What's Rumble going to do? Yeah. Yeah, Russell Brand was married to Katy Perry. I, I'm not a, so I'll say this, like I, I'm not, a big fan of Russell Brand. I like some of his messaging now. It's like he's had this revelation. He's 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 sober all of this, whether it's bullshit or not. It could be. I mean, everybody could be full of shit. But I'm not for deplatforming him. I don't think anybody should be de- deplatformed. I mean, if you're going to be a a free speech ap- absolutist, as people like to call themselves, then. That that's the belief. Nobody should be deplatformed. Nobody should be deplatformed at all. And the whole, you know, globalist cabal of wanting to control everything, especially us and and platforms that allow people like me and so many others to to speak. Like I can't, I can't, I can't have my show on YouTube. I tried that. It's just an utter failure. Every time it's either you demonetized or you, you know, your content to this and that and you, your sister's ass where, you know, my videos are, are monetized on Rumble, but it, nothing like if they were allowed to be monetized on YouTube. I, I you know, you, you get a you get a few cents here and there on the views and shit. Where I, where I guess their ad insertion on Rumble. But, you know, I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this for money. You know, I self sponsor. I have the cigar company and I, I just this is what I. I enjoy doing this. Um, <laughs> YouTube is all dick bags, anyways. Why would anyone want that audience? I I agree, but like I there there are things I like to watch on YouTube, and I know everybody at some point watches something on YouTube, and there are people there that I would love to see come over to Rumble more, and it has worked. Like when Crowder signed with Rumble, if you looked at his viewership on YouTube before he went over to rumble he was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views on his videos and now if you go on there because what he was smart he's still on youtube 
But what he does is he has a button and he interrupts his show and saying this this part of the show is not YouTube friendly. Please go over to Rumble. Now, if you look at his viewership, 60,000, 70,000, 90,000, when it used to be three, four, five, six hundred thousand. So he has successfully brought most of his audience over to Rumble. And, you know, you hear so many people say, well, maybe if you posted video clips of your show only over on YouTube and then put something, you want to see the rest of the show come over to Rumble. Well, unfortunately, I don't have the time to do all that stuff. And it's, uh, yeah, Salty Crackers on YouTube, but he's also on Rumble. I, oh, Eddie, I agree with you. I don't trust Russell Brand. I don't trust anybody. I, I don't, I don't. I don't trust anybody, but you know, it is what it is. The whole censorship of free speech and content is ridiculous. You know, unless you're going on there telling people to go, you know, go kill your family and shit like that. You know, it's, I mean, there's, they allow, if you're not going to regulate porn on Twitter, why is Twitter shadow banning people like me and taking followers away? Why are you allowing all types of porn on Twitter. That I don't understand. That that door should have been closed immediately. Anything porn related should just be deplatformed. And and I, I I don't understand it. Anyway, enough of that. Canada's coming after free speech. It is what it is. One more thing. One more thing we're gonna we're gonna cover. And it's, you know, some good news because we see all over that various states are filing lawsuits, lawyers in states, no-name presidential candidates in states f- filing lawsuits to remove Donald Trump from the 2024 presidential ballot under the 14th Amendment, which does not apply in any situation, any circumstance, and all of the charges that are against him. The U.S. Supreme Court rejects the challenge to remove Donald Trump from the 2024 ballot. They won't even review it. They don't even care. Like, no, get out of here. We're not dealing with this bullshit. So in a landmark, the U.S. Supreme Court has rejected a challenge aimed at removing former President Donald Trump from the 2024 presidential ballot. And this is great. The case was brought forth by John Anthony Castro, a Republican presidential candidate. You're not a presidential candidate. You're a fucking loser. I'm running for president. And tax consultant. Oh, so he scams the IRS, and which I, I'm happy about. Anyone who scams the IRS is a, a hero in my mind. Fuck the IRS. Fuck these people. Who has unsuccessfully run for several political offices. He argued that Trump should be disqualified from running due to his alleged involvement in the riot at the U.S. Capitol. A primary candidate has judicial standing to bring a claim challenging the eligibility of a fellow primary candidate for competitive injury in the form of a diminution of votes and or fundraising if the primary candidate believes that the fellow primary candidate is ineligible to hold public office. That is so much word salad. Eat shit. Castro's legal argument hinged on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. That's what they're all citing. A Civil War era provision initially used to bar former members of the Confederacy from holding office. There's nothing under the 14th Amendment, Section 3, that pertains to Donald Trump. 
because he's not charged with seditious conspiracy. He's not charged with insurrection. It's all bullshit. Bullshit. Case was denied without any comment or recorded vote, according to CNN. The Supreme Court's decision not to hear the case effectively shuts down this avenue to attack against the former president, who is the front runner, damn straight he is, for the Republican nomination. It's a bullshit story. Donald Trump isn't going anywhere. Not going anywhere. And he will be the 47th president of the United States. Because if he's not, then we got major fucking problems, people. We got major problems. So strap in and do your part. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a bizarre world. All right, I'm going to close out with another great video. My good friends over at the Dilly Meme team, Ramble Rants and Lauren Eve. She's great. She just did the intro for our new intro for our Freedom Friday show, which we should have up and running for Freedom Friday, which again, remember, tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, We the People Radio with James Curry, that ugly bearded fuck, my co-host, and we're going to have Ian Went on from the founder of Patriot Clothing. Here we go. I love this song and I'm always going to stand by Donald Trump because I know what he's all about and I'm sure you will too another great video Ramble Rants and Lauren Eve memes when the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we'll see no, I won't be afraid, oh, I won't be afraid, just as long as you stand, stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me, oh, stand a great movie too. by me, oh, stand, stand by me. That we look upon should tumble and fall, or the mountains should crumble to the sea. I won't cry, I won't cry, no, I won't shed a tear just as long as you stand, stand by me. And all and all stand by me, oh, stand by me, oh, stand now, stand by me, stand by me. With your help, your prayers, your vote, and your unwavering love for this country, together we are going to finish what we started. With you at my side, we will complete the mission. We will cross the finish line. And we will restore the American Republic 
to all of its greatness and glory greater than ever before. My fellow citizens, this incredible journey we are all together has only just begun. Jesse Lee Peterson reference, the great white hope. If you're not with Trump, you're a beta. Good reference. Trump 2024, people. You feel the MAGA energy? Let it flow through your veins. Let it flow. The MAGA energy. Trump 2024. All right, everybody. I'm going to see you tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We the People Radio with James Curry. As always, MAGA hat stays on. See you later.